Well, welcome to Staying Healthy Naturally. I'm your host, Dr. Gary Krakoff. I'm a pharmacist at Johnson Compounding and Wellness in Waltham and have a degree in naturopathic medicine. And I'm very excited to have Callie joining us today. Callie Patrick is a sleep wellness coach who helps stressed out, busy professionals learn how to sleep better. And Callie, welcome and thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me, Gary. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, First off, one of the things that I feel is very important and we stress over at the Wellness Center is how important sleep and quality sleep is. When we sleep, we recharge our adrenals. It's when our liver does most of its detoxing. And another real important thing is it's when the body repairs, even just from normal wear and tear of everyday life, but from any damage that's been done to our system. So sleep is really one of the major pillars of being healthy. And nowadays, I think it's probably one of the biggest categories we have people coming in to the wellness center or calling is they're not sleeping well, they're anxious, they're stressed, and it seems to snowball. The more stressed you are, the worse you sleep. The worse you sleep, you can't deal with stress the next day. So I, I guess where we want to start is what is a, well, a sleep wellness coach? Right. Well, uh, as you mentioned, I I work primarily with stressed out, busy professionals. Um, So people who have trouble falling asleep at night, they have trouble staying asleep. So people who wake up at, you know, the famous hour of 3 a.m. Wonderful. And they are, oh, yes, it is. And they're, they're thinking, they're strategizing, they're planning, they're continuing to work. Perhaps they're continuing or, or they're worrying. Um, so those are people that I, I tend to work with. Um, they're also people who, you know, might have tendencies toward, you know, the, what we call type A, perfectionist, um, people who have a lot of responsibilities. And so what I do is, depending on the nature of their expressed problem, so for example, if they're having trouble falling asleep or staying asleep, or perhaps if they're having trouble with energy that sustains them throughout their busy day, then we, we really take a look at what's happening in their life from all different, all different perspectives, right? What's, where are their stressors? Um, what are their obligations, their responsibilities? What pressure are they putting on themselves? Right. And then like any, yeah. And like any good coach, um, would do, we, we create a vision. We know what, what is the ideal state? Where are we today? And we work together to, move from the current state to the ideal state with small, very practical, actionable steps that get them to where they want to go. Well, that sounds great. And it sounds like it's a great fit to the flip side of it, which is what we do um, at the Wellness Center. A lot of people, where they're getting referred by their doctors or they get to us and they're exhausted and their adrenals are it's like a battery it's just run down they're not sleeping they're not getting recharged and this I think is very very important for the listeners to hear what you do because what taking supplements very can be very very important and very helpful but it's not the final answer 
because the lack of the supplements isn't why you're not sleeping well. It's your diet, your lifestyle, the way you handle pressures, the way you let things build up. And so I think when necessary, a combination of the two would probably get people back into balance, back to baseline and sailing off into the sunset a lot quicker and easier. And it's never one thing is the sure fix. Absolutely. So um, I'm not sure where you began your journey, but a lot of people's journeys are very, very interesting. How did, where did you start and how did you wind up doing this? Yes, that's a, that's a question I love answering. So up until about 2011, I was happily working as a, a manager in the software industry. No stress and, there. <laughs> yeah. And so designing software, ideally um, in a way that allowed people to use it intuitively without, you know, wanting to throw their laptop out the window because it was confusing or difficult. And, um, and along, somewhere along that uh, profession, I started suffering from what we now diagnose as burnout. Right. So from the stress, a lot of long hours. Uh, a lot of uh, just obligations and responsibilities that weren't realistic and having, I, I was personally having trouble setting boundaries. I had a, 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 a wonderful schedule where I said, okay, I'm going to take my lunch break from 12 to 1 every day and I'm going to do something for myself. And how did and that then work I, out? That, that worked out that I had four meetings scheduled at lunchtime every day because that's when people had time to meet. Yep. <laughs> so great and intentions, so, but poor right, execution. And so, well, and, and staying healthy in that particular culture, for me at least, was, was just very challenging. And I didn't quite know how to help myself. And, and so not just during the day that I had the stress and the anxiety of, of getting things done, but that, obviously that carried into my night and you know had difficulty sleeping. Um, I had never been a particularly good sleeper. And, you know, I had done all the things, you know, I had done the sleep study, was watched in the lab, was given the drugs, uh, tried the supplements, and nothing seemed to work for a long period of time. You know, the problem just kept coming back. And so I, it was really where this started was me being interested in helping myself feel better. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty selfish, to be honest. No, um, it was very smart, because <laughs> look where it brought you. Now you can be helping exactly. other people. Exactly. So, so in about 2011-2012 timeframe, I actually took a leave of absence from my work and I threw myself into uh, a yoga teacher training program, which I'd, I'd been exploring yoga meditation and, you know, I guess some of the more natural mm -hmm. ways to, uh, to be healthy and, and be preventative in, you know, in my care. And I thought, you know, I just need a break. I just want to go off and do this and learn more about it. And I, I just, my eyes got opened and not even to the, the potential of that kind of content for this application, but also to the fact that I felt like a completely different person. Like the way I felt on the inside, just so much lighter and more relaxed and more comfortable. It was, it was a really, it was night and day. To, to, you and, know. and isn't it amazing because that feeling is the real you. That's your baseline. 
And exactly. we're used to energy and thought process being way down low and we just chalk it up to I'm in my 30s or I'm in my 40s, I'm not 18. And that's the new normal, even on the digestive side. People who are bloated, tired after a meal, that's normal. But it isn't normal. It's We confuse common and normal. And Absolutely. It's just, it's mind-blowing how good feeling good feels because we really don't a lot of us don't know what feeling good feels like absolutely and when I work with people one-on-one -on -one, part of what we do is we we generally speaking move them from that point of exhaustion to a point of okay now I'm not exhausted but and then and then people think oh well I'm done that's just the but, beginning <laughs> that's just the beginning now you're now you're at a good baseline where we can have you we can start moving you to feeling vital and, and really powerful and good and having the extra energy, we call it extra energy, right? But to do all those things that, that feel important that, that one couldn't do before. Okay, and so now you're here. Um, I mentioned before we started recording, it was very interesting in the papers today and on TV and the news, they're talking about everyone's been cooped up for months and the unknown of what the future, near future, far future is going to bring has really hit people hard, sleeping issues, anxiety, depression, stress, and people are turning and doctors are writing you know, prescriptions for Xanax and Valium and Ativan and Ambien. And the some of the medical profession is really worried because, yes, these drugs do help calm you down temporarily or do knock you out so you're not up walking the hallways at night. But they are very, very addictive. They're habit-forming if they're used all the time. And they also are very hard to get off of. It can sometimes take you know, three, six months a year to slowly taper off. So that's why I'm glad we scheduled this because I think a lot of people with stress building up, there's a lot they can do without pharmaceuticals. And thank God we have them. Sometimes they're needed, but they're not the answer. They're just a very effective Band-Aid. So who do you typically work with? Is it just the type A vice president of an international corporation, or is it some of the, us little people? Oh, of course, yes. I mean, the, the age range is around, you know, the Gen X kind of demographic. Yeah. I don't, I, I, of course, I have people who are, are active agers. I also have people who are, are, are younger than that. Um, I don't work with teens or children or with the elderly because, as you probably know, there's, you know, there's different uh, reasons why sleep or energy might be an issue uh, at that point in their life. Okay. Um, so, so I do work much more with, um, with the stress, the anxiety, with the mental uh, barriers to, to sleeping. So, and, and I, no, go uh, ahead. No, you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that you mentioned about the, the medications, right? And these being, these being useful as a, um, a temporary get me over the, the hurdle of, yep. Hey, I'm I'm just really exhausted. I can't. I, the next day, I can't function well. I'm depleted. I can't. I can't get myself out of the hole. Right? These are these are really good uses for for the um, for the prescriptions and even the you know sometimes the supplements. But they're not intended, as you say, to be long term. Or um, the final answer. They're just can be a part of the solution. 
And it's actually, it's a little scary to me because even before the pandemic, and I do think it's it's getting worse with, you know, all the, the things that we're dealing with right now. But, you know, I look on social media and see people, you know, with the threads of I'm having trouble sleeping well. And I'm in this one insomnia group and people are, some people are on 15 different, it's like a cocktail of help me sleep. Yeah. And, and to me, that's absolutely terrifying because they're still saying, hey, I'm not that's, sleeping. Right. And what else can I add or what can I tweak or change? Instead and, of how is this working for me and maybe I need to go down a different road. Exactly, exactly. But also and I think part of the problem is people, the information isn't readily available. They don't know that there are other avenues. Right, and there are things that, and the way part of the way I work with people, there are things that people can do within five minutes, within 15 minutes to you know, bring down their nervous system, right, to bring it into that rest and relaxation response that don't, you know, they don't take hours, people don't need to, you know, as, as great as the, you know, exercising and running for an hour is, or, you know, doing an hour yoga class is for your, for your system, it doesn't need to take that long, yep. but we can support the ebbs and flows of energy throughout the day without, and, you know, and substances meaning also caffeine and sugar. And, you know, yeah. we didn't talk too much about those. But there are things that, you know, are quick. I think we're, I think the problem is we're looking for quick. And and the pill is the quick. Now, but there are other quick things. things. Well, just simple <laughs> things like going way, way back. You always heard when someone's real upset and they're going to blow up or say something, someone says, okay, let's do three deep, slow breaths. Now we have the science behind that. Biochemically in the body, taking a deep breath in through the nose, holding it, and out slowly through the mouth. Three breaths like that change the acidity in the body. It helps you alkalinize. It changes the CO2 and oxygen levels. It calms the adrenals down. It helps reset the pituitary, which controls all the different hormones and that's something if you're in a boardroom if you're on a zoom call if you're with your kids at home that's something that you can do without even telling anyone you're doing it we should be breathing and I know you work a lot with the shallow breaths and the deep breaths we should be like a little kid when they breathe their belly goes out and because it's a deep breath we're worried about how's my stomach gonna look so I'll take shallow <laughs> breaths can you just can you talk for a minute about breathing? I can. I can say a couple things about it. And uh, the first thing I'll say about it is that the breathing techniques that, you know, a lot of these come from yogic traditions, you know, they become much more mainstream. And I think part of that is that we're seeing, you know, the science now backing them up. But I think with a lot of people, they, they try something and it doesn't work for them. So, for example, the, the four, seven, eight breath is very popular right now. Breathe in for four uh, hold for seven, breathe out for eight, right? Or yep. maybe it's the other way around. I actually don't even, I don't <laughs> even do, do this breath. Yeah. Um, well, but for many people, getting to a breath of four, four is very challenging. Yeah. And so, you know, they might see this recommended, you know, they they'll do a Google do search and, and they can't do it. And they say, well, it doesn't work. I can't do it. Or it just feels awful. And of course it does. Because if you're if you've been training yourself with stress and anxiety into a short, shallow breath or holding your breath throughout the day, then making that leap to a seven or eight count breath, that is a huge, you know, remember I talked about moving people from where they are to where they want to go. Baby steps. That's a, 
that's a huge gap. And there's ways to do that incrementally that don't feel awful, yep. <laughs> right? That are that are doable. And so, so that's one thing I'll you know I'll say about the breath there. And you know, it's so important, I think, for you know, for feelings of daytime energy, right? And I talk a little bit about this in the webinar that I give on on the lifestyle habits, wrecking your sleep, right? I talk about improper breathing as as one of those those things. And so when we're trained in that short, shallow breath throughout the day, that's not a relaxing, restful breath. And that carries into our night. And it, right? it, it, it disrupts everything because if you're not oxygenating properly and getting rid of carbon dioxide properly, a lot of metabolic processes in the body can't function normally, which then stresses the whole system and makes you go backwards. And so simple things right. like breathing, you mentioned the eating. Um, when we get stressed, we want the comfort foods. The body needs blood, blood sugars going up and down. So we go for the simple carbs, the sugars, the caffeine, which at the moment make you feel better. But 15, 20 minutes later, you drop back down to probably lower than you were before. So you see soaring. So how do I stop doing this? And that's where people need the, the plan. So what's your, I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> For all the people who are listening that are having trouble sleeping, what's your number one tip? So my number one tip is to actually stop. You know, a lot of people are very focused on what can I do before bed? What's the, what's the sleep hygiene? What's the bedtime ritual? Um, and, and that's all great. I don't want to dismiss that. You know, that if, it's if, important. You know, it's important, but we're very focused on that. And I see a lot of people both online and the people who come to me say, I've done all the things. I still have a problem and I can't figure out why. And so my number one tip for people is to um, recognize that their daytime activities and what they're doing and how they're doing it really do have an impact on the night. Absolutely. And so so the, the root causes of the nighttime problems are often there's clues that are available throughout the day. And so part of what I do as a sleep wellness coach is actually, you know, help people look at their day and see, oh, oh, this might be impacting my ability to fall asleep, my ability to stay asleep. And then how do I make those changes during the day? And like you said, it could be breathing patterns, it could be food choices, it can be how much energy I'm taking in in terms of uh, information content that's available now, how much news am I reading, how am I dealing with family that I'm yep. trapped with or worried about, right? Um, so it's a lot of different things in combination. And so the, the looking at the day, right, instead of waking up at 3 a.m. and going, how am I ever going to get through the day, right? I want people to look at the clock at 3 p.m. and go, what have I done today? that's going to help me sleep tonight. Yep, absolutely. We talk to people about that all the time. It's not the 11 o'clock, what did I do at 10 o'clock? It's the whole day. If you have yourself stressed out from a biological point of view, your adrenals are in fight or flight all day and they need to be down at night to get into REM sleep. So if you're stressed all day, you have supper, you get back on the computer, you're working, answering emails, and super stressed, you're not letting your adrenals get into a normal and your whole body into a normal rhythm. We should be calming down later in the day. 
and we shouldn't be overly stressed. We were meant to deal with severe stress for very short bursts. You walk out of a cave and a lion wants to eat you. You know, it doesn't get <laughs> right. more stressful, but it's over in a couple of minutes. And if you lived, you're not stressed anymore. Whereas we're waking up stressed and building on it all day. And then we wonder why we're gaining weight or losing weight. Um, we don't have patience with anybody and we're not sleeping well. So Right. Now, now, and I would actually, if yeah, I can stop you there, sure. I would actually move up the, you know, it's not just after supper. Right. It's all day. Right. It's all day. For, it's, you know, okay, I woke up. Here are some things I did, right, to, to maybe even get my energy up. Yeah. Right. If if we if we wake up and we're feeling sluggish or tired, right, there are things that we can do without caffeine, right, without sugar that help us set the stage for the day. Yep. And then and then, you know, as we go through the morning, we we do a little work, we we deal with some things, we build up some stressors. And then, you know, maybe right before lunch, right? We do something or we feel Let that lull after lunch, like you mentioned. Yep. But we can, we can support that naturally as well. If, so, you know, ideally it, we don't feel it, right? But yeah. we do feel it. We accept what we feel and we go with that flow. Yep. Now, my mentor 30 years ago said one of the most important things to do, no matter what your life is, how many kids you have, how many jobs you have, is every day besides eating well and exercise and all these things, he said you have to find minimum 30 minutes to do something you enjoy and not feel guilty that I should be doing something else because that negates it. And he said it can be doing a crossword puzzle. It can be um, making a cup of tea and going sitting out on the steps now that the weather is nice and watching the squirrels and birds chase each other or even reading the paper outside, getting a little sunlight a little breath of fresh air, not waking up, getting on your cell phone or your computer while coffee is brewing, answering emails that accumulated at night. And he said, even if you have to wake up a half hour earlier and lose a half hour of sleep, that 30 minutes of doing something for you will have more benefit than 30 minutes of lousy sleep. And yes, and, and sadly, people that I work with we build up to that 30 minutes. Yeah, you start with five. It's, it's, it's we literally, we start with five. of, and, and the guilt, I think, is definitely a factor. You know, it's like everybody relies on me. This is going to fall apart without me, right? Especially people, you know, dealing with work, you know, work overload and with, with family issues, you know, perhaps they're caregiving. Uh, oftentimes we start with five minutes or 15 yeah. minutes just to you know, see how that feels, right? I talked a little bit at the beginning about, oh, I felt like a different person. When you get a taste of that. You want it. Then the motivation isn't a, it's not a discipline. It's not a willpower. It's, oh, wow, I love that feeling. I want more of that. Yep. And then it's easier for people to start moving toward that 30 minutes. But the people I work with, honestly, that 30 minutes you is can get a minute not going to happen. <laughs> but, but also, you're right. What I find is once people realize even a baby step forward that they feel a little better, it, that's a huge leap because that little step when you're feeling lousy really feels good. And... I think we all just need some guidance and also realize it's not going to be do this for a week and everything's fine. This is change. It's, it's like dieting. I don't like the word diet, um, but 
that's why I think diets fail. People lose weight, but it's not a lifestyle you can live with. So then you wind right. up going back. But you are teaching people for the for each individual their life, helping them find their lifestyle that will let them do that high pressure job, have the kids at home, be taken care of a parent or whatever. And that is wonderful. Absolutely. Now, um, I'm sure there's some questions with COVID and all that. Are these, were these generally in-person meetings or are they over the internet? So I have always coached through Zoom okay. online. That saves a lot of time for a stressful person having absolutely. to drive over. and Right. And, and so I, there were a few people who really, you know, pushed me and preferred to see me in person back when that was more reasonable. Um, but I, I don't typically work that way. I work just like this. I have a 12-week program. We meet on Zoom once a week. And, and that worked well, not just for people, you know, across the country, but for people who I, I've worked with many local folks yeah. who just, you know, a half hour here, half hour back, even 15 minutes. There's there's extra overhead with that. Well, the, and, this... and we save the time. Well, right. And the most people who are stressed, every minute counts. And to kill Absolutely. a half hour, have to change your schedule. This way you can... and. It's not the right way to do it, but you they can slot you in when they have that 30-minute break until Absolutely. they realize, I'm going to slot everything else in. This is more important than all that. Right, right. And I do work, I actually do work on Sundays. I think I had mentioned to you, you yep. know, offline that my weekend is Friday and Saturday because I realized that some people, hey, during the week, we're just not going to, it's not going to work. Yeah, well, so that is I do great. See You're very accommodating. <laughs> I remember the life all too well. well so. And that's usually the, I find the best practitioners or therapists are the people who have experienced it, that had a problem and realized there's another way to deal with this as opposed to just book knowledge is great, but having gone through it, you experience that little bit of feeling better and wow, this could work. Maybe I'll do 10 minutes of it instead of five minutes because it works. This has been fantastic, and I hope we can do it again and build Absolutely. on this. How do people get in touch with you to get more information? Sure. So they can go to my website. It's calisleepcoach.com. That's K-A-L-I. And there's all sorts of information there. There's uh, some free resources. There's my blog. Um, there's links to a YouTube channel. Um, also, for the month of May, Gary, I know that you know it's Better Sleep Month. Yep. And it's Mental Health Awareness Month. So I put together a, a self-paced program called How to Tame Your Anxious Mind so you can get some sleep already. And right. it's, it's fabulous. I just found an article this morning that actually used those words about taming the anxious mind. And so if people aren't you know, they don't want to do a 12-week program. They're not sure. They, they like to do it themselves, right? This is a, a, a nice way that, that they can kind of uh, start to, to fit in. And, again, everything's very practical, very short, 5, 15-minute little lessons that they can do. And it's a, it's a subset of the work I do with clients when I work one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, if they're interested in, in, in sleep wellness coaching, just it, whether they're curious about it or they know that they have a serious problem, on the website is also a way to schedule a clarity call, and that's 30 minutes, and it's completely complimentary, and they leave with a strategy 
Okay. That maybe maybe the number one thing that I'm seeing that they could be changing, and you know if they decide that coaching is is a good fit for them, if we mutually decide that's a good fit for them, then then we talk about the twelve weeks. But there's no obligation ever in the clarity call. They just you know Excellent. they walk away with something. And then they'll so. see it it works, and they can get information about the clarity call on the website. Yes, they can. And one more time, the website. CallieSleepCoach.com. That's K-A-L-I. Okay. Callie, thank you so much, and have a wonderful day, and we'll talk thank soon. You. Great. Sounds good. Thank you so much. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.